I'm Rabbi Chaim Mintz, and welcome to the third episode of my weekly podcast, The Mint. We have a very special edition today, as this weekend is the 4th of July. Today we're going to talk a lot about patriotism. We're also going to talk about the American religion. Does America have a religion? Wait until you find out. And we're also going to give advice how to celebrate this year, July 4th, but most of all, and how to be a mensch in your life. But the top story that everybody's going to be talking about this weekend is about our president going to Mount Rushmore. There's a lot of controversy there. First and foremost, what you got to know is, in South Dakota in general, around the year 1868, in Fort Laramie, there was a treaty signed by the Americans and the Native Americans, many tribes were there, especially the Sioux tribe. And we agreed that we're all going to live together. We're all living together. Everything is good. We're not going to touch the land. I was part of the treaty. But what happens when you find gold in them mountains, eh? So what happened was the prospectors came, the Americans came, the treasury came. And we started digging and digging and digging for them gold. The Native Americans did not like it at all. You promised you weren't going to touch this land. We call it holy land sacred land and they started fighting with us all of a sudden came the cavalry the cavalry went and did not have mercy on them and they did a lot of damage on the native americans today as we see south dakota is part of the united states it's not a good story to tell but that's the truth many of the native americans were compensated but many of the Native Americans today are very, very upset. It's still sacred land. In the, eight, in the 1920s, there was an uh, artist, and he knew how to go and chisel things out of the mountain. And what he did was, his name was Gutsim Borglum, and he wanted to go and make something that would really speak about the greatness of the people that created our wonderful country. See, America really is a wonderful country. We have some stains, but the truth of the matter is we are built on phenomenal stuff, which we'll get to. And what he did, he took four people and he said he was going to chisel them into rock. Now, why rock? Because rock stays forever. And who did he pick? He brought, he put together four phenomenal people. First one was George Washington. Second one was Thomas Jefferson. The third one was Theodore Roosevelt. And the fourth one was Abraham Lincoln. The one with the biggest head, the most prominent, is George Washington. Why did he give George Washington the prominence? Because he led the colonists in the American Revolution. Let me tell you something. It was not easy going after all the British at that time. He wore the War of Independence against Great Britain. He was called the father of the new country. He laid the foundation for the American democracy. Because of him, Berglum chose Washington to go and say, if it wasn't for you, you got to remember, Washington lost a lot of wars, but he didn't stop. He wanted this country to be America. Because of that vision, he got the most prominent position with the biggest sculpture. 
The next person he put up there was Thomas Jefferson, who was the third president of the United States. Now, what was the greatness of Jefferson? He was the primary author of the Declaration of Independence, a document which now inspires many other democracies around the world. He also did something which was brilliant with France. He went and negotiated the Louisiana Territory from France in 1803, which doubled the size of our country, adding 15 more states to our union. Gutzon Burglum chose him because it represented the growth of the United States. So we got the father, and we got the picture of the growth. Theodore Roosevelt then all of a sudden was chosen. Why did he pick him? You see, Theodore Roosevelt provided leadership when America experienced the greatest economic growth at the turn of the 19th century. But you know what he did? He did not allow the mega billionaires to enslave the regular workers, and he allowed unions to be made. People loved that. He also negotiated the construction of the Panama Canal, because up until then, if you wanted to bring something from Brooklyn by boat to San Francisco, you had to go all the way around South America, past Argentina, down to the bottom, to the bottom, Peru, and come all the way up. He built the Panama Canal. That is a phenomenal thing. Because of that, he was chosen to de- because Roosevelt represented the development of the United States. And finally, Abraham Lincoln. He was our 16th president. Lincoln held the nation together. See, he came to the United States. He became president because he was running on what? I do not like the slavery in the South. I'm a Republican. I'm part of the North. And the Democrats of the South that are owning all those slaves... We have to stop it. Either our constitution gives freedom to everybody or not. And he led the country and he defeated the South in the Civil War. Lincoln represented the preservation of the United States and the true dream of freedom for everybody. These four are there at Mount Rushmore. And I got to tell you something. I always heard my whole life, you got to go see it. And you know what? A couple of years ago, I actually went to go see it. And boy, is it beautiful. First of all, you drive through the most beautiful country, parts of the country there through South Dakota. Do you know there are roads and there are federal highways to go through federal parks? You just pay like 20 bucks and try, drive through 14 miles and you can see buffalo galore running over the prairie. And then all of a sudden you come to Keystone, South Dakota. They make the city like it's still in the early 1900s or the turn of the century. And it's beautiful. You just walk there. There's flags everywhere. But around an hour before sunset in the summer, everybody is ditching Keystone. And where are they going? They're going to this gorgeous amphitheater at the foot of Mount Rushmore. And you just sit there. And they start playing the most patriotic music. And you feel so proud to be an American. Then all of a sudden, a ranger comes out and says, who here is a veteran? Please come. And when I was there, there were two or three veterans that were there on wheelchairs. And you should have seen people picking them up, carrying them down the steps. Everybody was applauding these people. And they started playing the music. And they started playing 
God bless America. Oh, I'm telling you. Seriously, if you've never been to Mount Rushmore for this event, you got to go. And it ends off with the national anthem and some beautiful music. I walked away there thinking, look at all these people that I see. I have people of every stripe there, of every religion, of every race. And we were shoulder to shoulder singing how beautiful this country is. So my experience of Mount Rushmore is like a little Jerusalem for America. This represents some of the best of what America is today. Mount Rushmore is a beautiful place. If you love this country, you gotta visit Mount Rushmore. God bless America. God bless every American. And on July 4th, may God bless the USA. I love it. Welcome back. You know, I just mentioned how Mount Rushmore is kind of like the Jerusalem of America. Jerusalem is a holy city. Question is, does America have a religion? Should it have a religion? I believe so. The religion of America is, is, and the Bible of our country is, is the Constitution. Each person has the ability to have the freedom, the liberty, to pursue happiness. That is who we are. That is what it's all about. And there's a pride about that. That we actually allowed debate. We actually allowed people to be able to discuss their minds openly. You know, Ronald Reagan said a wonderful joke. He went and said that there was a Russian and an American that were sitting together. And the Russian goes and says to the American and says, I can walk into my premier's office and say, I disagree with the president. So American soul, the American citizen said, I can do that too. He said, you can do that too. He says, yes. All of a sudden, the American citizen started questioning. He says, are you kidding me? You can walk into the premier's office and say, I disagree with the president. He says, 100%. But I better have three words of the United States. He was saying it because in Russia, under communism, there's only one voice. And you cannot go say anything against the people in leadership. We have freedom. We have a constitution. That is our religion. And in order to celebrate the religion, we need holidays. And this beautiful country has some wonderful holidays. First of all, July 4th. This is the day we celebrate that we broke away from kings of Great Britain, where they forced us to go and live the way they wanted us. That we had to do religion the way they wanted us. But no, I'm the country of, I can live how I wish. I can live a Jewish life. I can live have a Christian life. I can, I can live an atheist life. No one can tell me what to do. This is a beautiful country. 
And what happened was July 4th is a day that we have to celebrate and think about what makes this country great. Then there's Thanksgiving, another religious holiday. It's all about thanking God for the bounty. And in fact, the presidents of the United States have signed in, making it a federal holiday. Not just a cute idea, but it's a day off, just like it's written in the Bible. That on Yom Kippur, it's a day off of no work. So you can meditate and concentrate on what the holiday is about. So to Thanksgiving, there is no work. Another beautiful day, Memorial Day. What is Memorial Day? The people that died, that you and I could be free. Many times people go to the cemeteries to visit their grandfathers. Other people go to major cemeteries like Gettysburg to go and see where there were big battles to keep America a free country, not a slaved country. These are days that people take off to walk with their children and say, this is the blood, sweat, and tears of why we're free today. These are beautiful days off that we can do this. But something has happened. I don't know if you know this, but many of the holidays are now becoming weekends. Three days off. So I can go to Baja. I can go to Hawaii. I can go wherever I want. I can go to the movies. I have sales. And what happened to the religion of America? Mommy and daddies are not sitting around the table. They're not discussing what makes this country great. Martin Luther King, God bless his memory of what he did for our country. There's a day. He was a man that literally peacefully brought a revolution to the conscience of America. The government decided we need a federal holiday off. A religious holiday of America off to contemplate. How we are against others. Do we treat people by the color of their skin or by the deeds that they do? It's a very important holiday. Now it's a three-day holiday. Who even thinks about it? We have basketball. We have football on some of these days. We go in to the movies. And everything is taking us away from feeling good about this country. And that's what patriotism is. That patriotism is a good feeling to be an American. Now, someone can go and say to me, I don't have to do that to be a good American. If I don't care about having those feelings, isn't that right? Isn't that okay? I go, yeah. You sound like the Jew who says, am I still not Jewish even though I don't keep kosher and I don't do the Sabbath and I don't enjoy all the holidays? You're 100% Jewish. But you're missing out on the greatness of what we are. There's something special about being an American. So most of us today, comes this weekend to July 4th, what are we going to be doing? Well, what could we do? We have to stay in the home. Well, I love this week. You know why? It's my Shabbos. Yeah. You know what Shabbos means? That there's no TV. There's no distraction. So I can sit around the table and do it the way it was 
for over 200 years here in this great country. I could talk to my family about how I'm so blessed to be in the greatest country today that allows me to live freely as a Jew. Our people did not have that for 2,000 years. Oh, yes, there's Israel. But Israel is a Jewish country. Is there any country in the world that grants me the same freedom plus more? I love my country. So every year on July 4th, throughout my years, I always took my children out since they were a little child. They were little children. I'd bring them to fireworks and explain to them the stories of different American things, what makes this country great. In fact, many people don't know this, but on Memorial Day and Thanksgiving and Veterans Day, I would go to a Jewish school and we had school on that day. And guess what we did? We had a two-hour assembly on each one of these days. And we always brought in people that were in the armed forces telling us about how great America is, how they would go and fight for freedom around the world. And many times we had an older veteran that was in World War II and how they fought to save those that were not murdered in the Nazi killing machine of the concentration camps. I love this country from the moment I was born. My mother used to play in the background. Some of you may remember growing up to play all day Arthur Fiedler. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, philharmonic playing the beautiful music of patriotism all day. That's what was in the background. So what could you do today? Many of us, what could we do maybe on Sunday? Because it is a weekend. What could we do Saturday night? So the very first thing is, I would love that families during the day. Why don't you speak with your family? Talk about what does it mean to be in America? Let everybody ask. There is so much confusion going out there and so much hate of what America is. No, we got to talk about how great it is. We can't let the media and social media tell us that we're terrible and we're bad. Discuss what America is to you. And talk to your family and speak about, well, if you had a chance to change something, what would you do? Because we all have faults. I get it. But today is the day to take one day off and speak about how great it is. And tomorrow we can work on making America better. So now that we can't go out and watch fireworks, what can I do? You know what? There's some great movies out there. So maybe Saturday night, instead of going outside 9 o'clock to watch the fireworks, have some popcorn. And you want to watch some movies for your children? I came up with some great stuff. Has anybody ever seen the movie Sergeant Stubby? You haven't? Do you know Sergeant Stubby is a dog? It's a cartoon movie. A true dog that became a sergeant in World War I, fought along with American soldiers. Kids got to see it. It brings out great patriotism. How about the movie The American Tale? About how a little mouse wants to come to this great country of America. Has anybody seen the series This is America, Charlie Brown? That is a great, I think it's eight parts. Go look it up. Kids that are 10 years old, they'll love it. Now, what about us adults? One of the movies that I love 
one of the most patriotic movies is, is the way Washington works, but it also exposes some of the corruption. One of my best ones is Mr. Smith goes to Washington. That is a must for everybody to watch. Another one is, you want to feel good about being an American? How about watching The Miracle about Lake Placid, the hockey game? Do you remember that? All those that remember the Olympic Games, us against the Russians? Huh. Man, is that patriotism. How many of you ever saw the movie Glory? Now that is a movie to watch. But one of my all-time favorites, whenever it's on an airplane, I watch it. Apollo 13. I got to tell you something. That is American ingenuity. That is fantastic. My dear friends, July 4th is now. We need to bring our religion back of taking time off. It's not all about the fireworks. The fireworks is the celebration at the end of the day when we spoke to our children. And we spoke between ourselves and our friends how proud we are to be an American. And then you go out and celebrate with the fireworks. The issues, the problems, let's work on that on Sunday. But for now, let's do a little American religion. You'll feel good about it. God bless you. And have a happy 4th of July. And now for my next segment, I'm going to let Jack, my producer, tell you what it's all about. Hi, Rabbi. This is What Would a Mensch Do? These are quick bites asking topical questions of today's news. And this week, we have a special 4th of July theme. Rhiannon will ask the first question. So, Rabbi, all across the country, Americans have been launching fireworks almost every night since quarantine began. Uh, I can actually hear them in my backyard right now as we speak. Uh, so what is the Mensch's view on America's relationship with fireworks? You know, about these fireworks, first and foremost, I never, ever lit fireworks ever in my life, especially in my older years. I'm always scared that my beard may get caught on fire. But seriously, fireworks is a fantastic thing if it's done and as a celebration, if it's done because we're feeling good about something. But doing it every single night, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're not acting like a mensch. A mensch lets other people sleep. You want to do it on the weekends? I get it. But by 10 o'clock, put it to rest. Got to be a mensch. Have fun with the fireworks, but not on everybody else's expense. For our next question, Rabbi, case counts are beginning to erupt nationwide, including California. How should America approach a second and all succeeding waves? I got to be honest with you. We can't wait for a vaccine because if we wait for a vaccine, people are going to go broke. The family businesses are going to be gone, and you're going to be destroying a lot more lives emotionally than what coronavirus damage could do. But then on the other hand, if the numbers of deaths are going up, then we got to think twice. I know that I've been very responsible. I know most of my friends have been very responsible. When I go into a store and I have to buy a shirt or I have to buy pants or I have to buy socks, I'm not hugging anybody. I'm keeping six feet away. Why close those doors? When I go out to dinner with my family, we're all sitting by a table. They're only allowing 25% of the people in, in a restaurant. Bars where people are dancing. Now, I get it. you got to restrict that. Because when you sing and dance together, that can really spread the coronavirus. 
So I don't think it has to be a total lockdown. Got to do it like a mensch. You can't do it like a dictator. Let people do what they do best when they know there's a danger. And many of us, if not most of us, are doing a very good job. Be a mensch about it. And for our final question, Rabbi, will the mensch be streaming Hamilton launching this weekend, July 3rd, on Disney Plus? You know, I actually heard that Hamilton is going to be streaming this weekend. I'm seriously busy because of Shabbos and Sunday. I got so much things to do. But I'm sure there'll be another opportunity. But all you people that are going to be watching it, enjoy. It's about the founding fathers. You don't got to go to Broadway. Now that is a gift. And being that this is the July 4th week, I want to go and speak about our national anthem. What happened was, in 1814, there was a man by the name of Francis Scott Key. He was a lawyer. That's right. He was a lawyer. And what happened was, the British really invaded our country again. They burnt down the White House. They burnt down some of the government houses. And now they had their eyes on Fort McHenry which is just outside Baltimore in Maryland. Francis was a lawyer, and he wanted to go and speak to the British by having a swap of prisoners. He wanted to go and say, you give us our American prisoners back. We'll give you some of the British prisoners back. Let's do it. He was on their deck when all of a sudden they said, Francis, we're letting you know something. We're not letting you off the ship today. Look on the horizon. What Francis saw was hundreds of ships all coming and surrounding the port of Fort McHenry. Now, there was something amazing about these ships. They were able to shoot their cannons something about three, 400 feet. But the cannons from Fort McHenry can only shoot 200 to 250 feet. So as ships came closer, you were able to sink them. The British, the Royal Navy, was such a powerful navy that their guns were able to sit outside your range and just bomb you and bomb you and bomb you. And that night, they started bombing. And all night long, there was bombs going, and they realized we got to knock down that flag. What people don't know is, is that soldiers wrapped themselves around the base of the flag. It was hit. But instead of teetling to the right or to the left, soldiers were holding it straight up. And unfortunately, bombs hit them. Other soldiers lied on top of the dead people to hold up that pole. As bombs were bursting in the air, the rampart we watched from the sea. What is a rampart? A rampart is like a higher level above sea level. And that's where the fort was. The rockets with the red glare, bombs bursting in the air. So they gave light, but gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. This is what he was penning or watching what was going on. 
by the morning, the British could not believe that the flag was still there and they were almost out of ammunition. We held on. That story, that song, became the rallying cry of Americans. We don't give up nothing. We fight for the colors. We fight for the flags. We will not go under tyranny. We will not give up our liberty. We will not give up our freedom. We will not give up our free speech. And that became a song that was played in all the bars all across America until it was adopted as our national anthem by President Woodrow Wilson. It may be dark. There may be bombs. There may be fires. But I'm an American. And I'm going to fight to make this country the best country in the world. God bless you. May God bless America. Have a fantastic week, everybody. And remember, every one of us can make the right choice because you always have to be a mensch. God bless you all.